Hi, this is Matt Hartman. Welcome to TLDR Daily, the five-minute podcast where someone smart gives me the TLDR on an article they've read. I'm about to talk with Abigail Edgecliffe Johnson. She is the creator of The Shutdown, which she describes as a startup decelerator. She's also a prolific inventor, including uh, the inventor of a cake that lets kids interact with it using technology. Yes, like a birthday cake. It's super fun. Good morning, Abigail. Good morning, Matt. How do we know each other? Uh, We met at Betaworks, where I started stalking you because you did karaoke. <laughs> and I, and and I think we bonded a little bit over your uh, connected cakes that you had made that were yes, the moving light up interactive cake installation insanity. That was really cool. What are you reading? I have a question. Um, has anybody yet talked to you about dinosaurs on your show? I don't think so. What are you reading about dinosaurs? So uh, on March 29th, actually, New Yorker. And what's great about the New Yorker is it was probably sitting in your house and you haven't read it yet. So I'm excited to introduce you to this. Um, There was an article about a guy in North Dakota who is not quite an amateur paleontologist, but he's not a fully credentialed paleontologist who found what looks like the archaeological site that shows you precisely the day that the giant asteroid hit and the earth. So he found a site that has evidence from 66 million years ago of literally the day when the asteroid hit and it all went to hell, literally, because it was, you know, raining fire and everything. Wow. Okay. So first of all, what's the article called? It's called The Day the Dinosaurs Died. And it's by Douglas Preston in The New Yorker. And why was this interesting to you? So there's a whole bunch of stuff in here that's interesting. The very first thing was that it wrote in really gorgeous detail exactly what happened on the day the asteroid hit. And it's one of those things, the asteroid is something that we sort of heard about and you sort of maybe have in the back of your mind. But I didn't have a really clear sense of what that meant you know, what an extinction level event meant until reading this article. And they give you these incredibly detailed descriptions of, you know, the of the asteroid, the plumes of debris that were thrown up into the air, the fires that ravaged, you know, 90% of plants, the clouds that came and covered the sun for weeks and, you know, how devastating it was. But the thing that's totally nuts about it is that when it hit, the debris was flung up into the air It was flung up into the atmosphere. It was flung up into orbit around the Earth and actually around the moon and other planets, which means that debris from Earth would have potentially hit other planets because we know it was on Mars um, and is maybe seeded life on each of those other planets. Oh, wow. Which is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So, And when you say life, are we talking about Martians well, with, you know, <laughs> intelligence, well, we or are we talking about something more general? Well, we don't know because we haven't met them yet. <laughs> but, uh, probably, you know, plant life, right? Because it would have been, 
some kind of organic material that would have been in the rocks and the debris that flew. So bacteria, you know, mold, all that kind of fun stuff that would have gone up, any kind of virus, et cetera. Um, so tiny cellular life that would have been flung across the universe because a giant rock came and hit the, the earth. The other thing that for me was crazy about this is that I don't think I realized that the theory of the asteroid hitting was only proposed in 1980 and was only really accepted in 1991. Wow. So this is really recent stuff that we've come to figure out. And I, I, I guess it had been in my consciousness so long that I hadn't really understood how recent these discoveries were. And when you think about why this is interesting to you, is this, you're just fascinated by the world or you're interested in archaeology or interested in history? Because I, I think of you as a kind of entrepreneurial, hackery, um, building things person. What is there, like, is this just a, you've always been fascinated <laughs> by this or just something about the fact, you know, the fact that it was this person's side project that kind of made the discovery? <laughs> yeah, so... Um... A deep, dark confession is that in a past life, I was an anthropologist, but I studied people and medicines rather than dinosaurs. Um, but I've always been just fascinated about science as a discipline and the origins of the universe. But also what's really fun about this stuff is that even being a sort of techie builder, you know, weird creator of things person, understanding how discovery is made is really fundamental to almost anything that you're going to build and create in your life and to know that it's these tiny little steps and then these giant leaps and then these you know crushing defeats and then moving forward again so i i just love it and also it's dinosaurs you know. <laughs> <laughs> how can we not love dinosaurs well this is awesome um thank you so much for sharing it no problem um i hope everyone goes and reads it because it's totally neat thanks for listening to tldr daily i'll link the article in the show notes you can find me on Twitter at Matt Hartman. See you tomorrow morning.